And so instead of worrying, like most of us do, he took that letter and he laid it down. He began to pray over it, just gave it to God. And it was during that period of time that God sent the man of God and he sent an angel to take care of all of Sennacherib's army. It's amazing what a prayer can do. If you've got a, a need tonight and you're kind of holding on to that yourself, it's okay on Wednesday night just to lay it down and say, God, I can't do anything about this. I can't handle it myself. So I'm just going to give it to you. You'll see this first person. There was a king who got a letter, a mighty army without number. He spread it out for the Lord to get a Just one angel, the devil's army split in two. It's just amazing what a prayer can do. It's moved mountains, parted rivers, brought the dead to life again. I call the Lord an old prayer warrior, a If you're in trouble, I'm going down. Oh, my dignity's for you. It's just amazing what a prayer can do. If you're in trouble 
and then uh, she had a CAT scan today, and she won't know anything about that until next week. And then Brother David Dent, he went yesterday uh, to have a stress test done, and I think it'll be a few days before they hear anything about that. So uh, let's just remember these folks and others to pray for the Stanley on the road traveling, and uh, there's a lot of other things that no doubt need to be prayed for. Brother Not Rocky, um, you pray for him, and uh, uh, you ask the Lord just to comfort him during this time. He's used to going, and he's down, so you pray for him, pray for Miss Leah uh, as well. And uh, let's pray for my dad as he preaches. How I many is going to pray for him? Say good. good. Amen. Amen. All right. Good to be here in the house of the Lord. It's good to Amen. see everybody. I thought the Lord was just going to keep going on us. Hmm. He's, he's still sweet. Still sweet. Sometimes it's hard for us to Get in front of the Holy Spirit and dwell in front of him and moving like he's doing. So, thought comes to my mind here from a while back as Brother Jim Geary <coughs> was preaching out of John 10 of the Good Shepherd. He was explaining, uh, uh, Jesus was explaining uh, to the Pharisees that he's the door of the sheepfold. And the thought comes to my mind on other folks. Uh, I believe it was Lydia. Uh, she sung the, uh, I think it's a secret place. Is that not right? It's the door that you never open. And I thought how many other doors in our life, we don't open up. You know, I know my son's very hurtful. A friend of mine passed away. I don't like to go there because it's very hurtful. But there's other doors that we can look at. And uh, I thought what it said there, uh, in, uh, just let me read that verse 9 of chapter 10. He said, I'm the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, shall go in and out and find pastures. That's in John 10, 9. And I got another spot I want to start off in. And that's over in Genesis chapter 2. We're all familiar with this uh, scripture here. Uh, Genesis chapter 2 there in verse 17 uh, this is God speaking to uh, Adam and God's done made the uh, plants and trees and, and caused them to bear fruit before uh, in, in that six day time and God's telling Adam he said, look here, Adam, 
there's a tree in the midst of the garden. Now you can eat of every fruit, every tree in this garden. Adam, I want you to take care of them trees. But there's one tree. I don't want you to look at it. I don't want you to eat it. I don't even want you to touch it. And I thought how a lot of times uh, we uh, do it because we want to do it. Adam was doing it because of self-will or his self. You know, I, I know that we are free, free moral wages. Amen. Nobody's going to make you do nothing. God ain't going to make you for sure, Jerry. But a lot of times we do it, you know, knowing that it's not right. We see here in this scripture, Adam was warned. He said, now surely, if you eat of this fruit, surely you'll die. He was warned. That's right. He even told him over there in chapter 3, uh, uh, the serpent was the most subtle person in there. But evidently, uh, the serpent got Eve out in the middle of the garden where that tree was. Because he knows that was on Peter Downs' part. I thought herself will. Now we can blame it on the devil all we want to and say the devil made him do it. But I believe our self will is a lot of our problem. And it's a door that we don't like to go to. That's right. Amen. The door of self will. I see there in uh, uh, chapter 3, there where uh, 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 she told the serpent, says, uh, but of, uh, uh, of the fruit of the trees will eat deadly, but one, uh, he said, she said, in the one in the midst, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. You don't eat it. You don't touch it. But as human, we still have that self-will. We want to do things when it's not right. Amen. Now, I know that we have youngins, and if we don't watch out, Brother Jody, we'll teach our youngins of the wrong way to do it. I've had a, a, my sister-in-law, she kept my daughter some while me and my wife worked. And during Christmas time, children don't do this. During Christmas time, uh, uh, my sister-in-law would show my daughter how to unwrap the present and see what it was. And she wasn't very excited. When she, you see what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of times we force our self-will on somebody else. Huh? That, that's what the serpent. And when she taped it back up in Christmas time, she wasn't excited at all. Huh? Just imagine what happened here in the garden where uh, her self-will took hold. Now, we know what Adam said. He said, that woman you did the door, uh, she's the one that made me eat it, right? Yeah. Self-will. Blaming on somebody else. We eat we can blame what we want on other people. 
I thought not only that, uh, that the Bible says that surely that by one man sin entered into the world. Right. I thought how because of Adam's self-will it put all us in sin. Right. Amen. I thought by Adam's self-will we condemned the dead. I thought how by Adam's self-will uh, we'll die and go to hell unless something happens. I thought how that self-will took hold. And not only that, I want us to, uh, let me just glaze over here and show you the loop. This is Jamie's Bible. I felt so bad. I, I left my Bible at the house. I was in such a hurry to get out of there and, and uh, I, I fed my cat there. But I left my Bible. I've been feeling bad all along. I borrowed James and it's new. And, uh, uh, well, it's new to me, amen. Uh, he got him another before he broke it in. And that's a shame, too. But uh, I, I want us to look there a little bit. There in uh, John, uh, Luke chapter 24. I thought how not only that, uh, we see unbelief. Amen. Uh, a door of unbelief. We have the door of self-will. We have the door of unbelief. You know, a lot of times when we pray and pray and pray and pray, our people don't get saved. You know, it's just difficulty on us. Huh? And we get start getting unbelief. Amen. I say don't give up. I've been praying for my grandson uh, ever since he's been born. I, I ain't give up yet. Amen. Amen. I thought how here uh, uh, these uh, uh, these men there in chapter 24 and verse 30. Let, let me get it up here. Uh, they had done look for Jesus. They experienced his death. They experienced the crucifixion. They experienced the burial. Amen. And then all of a sudden they were looking for his body and couldn't find it. Yeah. Something happened to his body, but we know that the body rose. But these men here walked back home, a dragging their heels and, and just mumbling about themselves and talking to one another. And, and that, they didn't know what was going on. They thought Jesus was going to be around forever. Amen. Here we see here that uh, he joined up with them. Huh? They couldn't find the body. It brought them down and brought them into unbelief. Here we see that they uh, was walking back and now man joined up with them. They said, didn't our hearts burn within? Yeah. Huh? Why walk with me? You know, a lot of times when, when we think God's not around us, Jesus is not here, he's there. Huh? And then they said after when he broke the, uh, blessed the bread and broke it, amen, Brother Jody, uh, he vanished out of the side. Huh? A lot of times we get our eyes upon the world. A lot of times we don't even realize Jesus is right there with us. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Amen. 
And that's what he said in Hebrews. Amen. I thought how that God is there all the time. Amen. I thought how these men really felt bad. Amen. They dragging it along. Didn't even hear about them robbers up and down that road. They didn't wasn't worried. They were just worried about uh, uh, they couldn't find the body. And Jesus showed up. Sometimes he shows up just on time, Brother Jim. He just shows up, amen. I thought how that uh, uh, a lot of times they, they, they just get disheartened. Huh? You know you've been there. And that disheartenedness builds up in the unbelief. Huh? Oh, I have it, yeah. You have it. We all have it. Huh? Unbelief. Yeah. Jesus is going to really help us. Huh? In this time of year, huh? And all this 2020 going on, uh, it, it, you don't know who got what. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And all of a sudden, Jesus is going to show up one more. Huh? Amen. I pray that he comes before uh, 21. Amen. But that's here and there. We went on him. They knew not. They didn't even know he was walking with them. Huh? A lot of times our eyes uh, fools us. A lot of times we, we get to thinking, you know, on different things. Huh? Jesus is right there with us. And to top it all off, he's breaking the bread. How many times, how many people he fed with the, uh, five loaves, huh? Five thousand and more. Four thousand or more. Every time we break bread, huh? I like it when he's breaking bread while I go, huh? It, it made me feel plum good. Uh, I was told my wife, I said, I don't need to break. Just let the spirit take a hold. Let him go. Yeah. Hallelujah. I thought not only that, in unbelief, amen, when you're uh, just down on your luck, we all have pity parties. Huh? We have them pity parties. Huh? Sometimes we like them pity parties. You know, I sometimes I, I pat my back. Don't you, Joe? Yeah. I pat my back. I get down water in my pity. Huh? Jesus says, I, I'm here. I can't What's wrong with you? Not, not only that, I see the, uh, uh, over there in, in Mark, uh, chapter 8 and 26, they in the ship now. Huh? They got it cruising. All of a sudden, the waves get to boiling up there, tossing that boat, and all they can see is water coming in. Yeah. Oh, that boat's sinking. Huh? Where's their belief? Jesus said, oh, ye a little faith. Huh? Oh, ye a little faith. Where's your faith? Huh? When trouble was around about. Huh? When trouble was here, trying to pull you down. You know what I said a while ago where in Genesis the devil is uh, uh, he's a smart dude. And he gets you down. Huh? Yeah, all he had to do is just put one little follow in you. That's right. 
I mean, just as small as a dust particle. You put that in your mind, huh? It grows big, huh? Oh, where was I thinking? Oh, you look big. I thought how they in that boat sailing along down like this the happiest bee, huh? Uh, that they probably were singing song. I sometimes uh, when I, I used to I used to go fishing, I I, I get up there in the water by myself in that boat and I just sing, huh? My wife don't let me sing in the in the in the shower no more. Jamie don't let me sing. I tried to sing the uh, Ashley there in the mall over there. Uh, oh, you are my sunshine. She says, Papa, you're just too loud, too loud. They don't let me sing, but I sing them when I'm by myself. I'll be going down the road just to sing. Oh, how Jesus loved me. The Bible tells me so. And I hit a wrong key and blame it on the road. But they don't let me sing. I thought how. A lot of times we get our eyes up on the waves of life. It's rough out there. I mean, it's rough. The old uh, C-19 boy, it'll tear you up. I ain't had it. Thank God. Don't let me get it. Don't let my wife, my, my people, family, friends, no more, Lord. Hey. But we get our eyes up on that. This old election. I know God is surprised God won't have me. Don't worry about it. Pastor Trapman. He said, What about it? God knows all about it before it even happened. He taught me some things. A lot of times we get our eyes on the waves and how much water is coming in. Jesus, they walk down there and say, Jesus. Hey, Lord, save us. We perish. I've been there. I've been there. Sometimes I even think about uh, uh, my salvation. The old devil say, you ain't saved. You ain't saved. He'll follow me three or four days. I'll take him back to where I got saved at. Take a Hugo Catholic church. July 18th. Is the best right. He don't come no further because he knows he goes that far. He had to go under the blood. But my eyes get fixed on the world. My health. In fact, I couldn't go to church. Couldn't go to work after a while. It hurt so bad. I made it this far. I admit on steroids and by the grace of God. But it gets you down. It'll get you down. You're not wanting to go no more. But Jim, when you when you worked all your life and that's all you ever done, and you can't work no more, it'll get you down. You say, I'm through. I, I was just going to go home. But God ain't going to do that. Amen. But not only that, There's a couple more here. I, I don't even know what time I'm going. The door of rejection. 
God ever told you to do something, you said no. Huh? God tell you to witness somebody, you said no. No. I thought how over at Saul, uh, they were stoning Stephen. And the witnesses, that's the men that uh, witness the stone. They laid their coat at Saul's feet. Saul's feet. It faded. He rejected. He even got letters over there in, in, in chapter 9 and verse 2. He was on the way to Damascus with letters to crucify more Christians, but he met up with God. Jesus says it's hard to kick against the priest. Hey, buddy, when God meets you on the road to Damascus, huh? And there won't be no more of this here rebellion. And there won't be no more of this here, uh, uh, I do it later. God, I thought another man over there in Luke chapter 2. You know the story. Chapter 22. I'm sorry. 57. Peter was standing out there. You know Jesus was in the garden. And they couldn't guide him. He was praying. Praying for his disciples. They couldn't guide Jesus and Led him off to the high priest's office. He was standing there. They had beat him and plucked his beard out. Peter was outside. Foreman said, I know him. He's one of them. He said, I know not of that man. I don't know what you're talking about. Has there ever been a time when God told you to talk to someone about their salvation. He said, oh, I'll do it later. Huh? Rejection. You're rejecting God. You know, God gave you all the tools in the world to witness to people. Peter told that other man standing by a fire. Woman that said, Me, I picture a five gallon, when you picture a five gallon drum, but they didn't have it. It was a fire. I come from the backwoods. But he's standing around this fire and warming his hand, and, and all of a sudden he said, Man, I. I know you, you want to him. His men. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm not. Jesus looked up. When God tells you to do something, it's best to do it. I'm not saying if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But Jesus is going to look at you. He's going to say, hey, 
I told you that it had to be. I told you to sing. I told you to do this or, or do something for everything. And you rejected me. Not only that, I see a door, a door of rest. You know, in this day and time, we really need some rest, Sister Carmen. I mean, everybody's on the uproar. You don't know who's mad at you or who's going to shoot you next. But we need a door of rest. A lot of times we don't want to go in it because we don't think it's the right time. A lot of times we need to go in the door of rest. I thought um, one reason I'm not reading this, y'all will just have to forgive me. I'm trying to hurry. I know, I know you're having to work. And, uh, so I, I'm just trying to hurry. But I'm trying to give you what God wants me to give you. And I just want to be a blessing. Uh, the door of rest. Over there in Hebrews 4 and 5, he said, uh, uh, If thou shalt enter into my rest. Huh? And I thought how that rest uh, not only breaks you up, but it gives you peace. He said over there in John uh, uh, chapter 14 and verse 27, he said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Listen to this, not as the world gives. I'm glad I don't have to depend on the world for my rest. He said, not as the world gives. I give unto you uh, uh, I, I give I, I give unto you let not your hearts be troubled, neither be afraid. And I thought how that from that rest really helps us. You know, I thought we therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Huh? I thought how that peace settles us down. I thought how that, you know why, uh, I, I've never saw a smooth mountain, have you? Has anybody seen a smooth mountain? You know why there's no smooth mountains? Because we gotta have a headquarter. Huh? And the world will teach you so well, I got you a mountain you can climb and there's no trouble at all. But you know what? You get on that mountain and you slide right back down. A lot of times God puts a mountain in front of us. To get us to realize uh, we need help. Huh? He's our help in time of need. Huh? I thought how that he, he's our peace. I thought what he said there in, the, in Ephesians chapter uh, 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 2 and verse 13. I'm almost there. 
chapter 2 and verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, who was some, uh, some uh, were, who was some, uh, sometime afar off, are made nigh by the blood. Huh? Even though we tried to climb many mountains before we got saved, and when we reach to the top, there's another valley. Endless valley. But when we got saved, he said, For he is our feet who have made both one and have broke down the middle wall of Tesla between us. There's nothing between us now. Huh? Oh, we have to pay for our little sins afterwards. God showed you, he said, you got to say a week. You know, don't be good. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. You just want to wring the people's neck that's brought that stuff over here. You know? I know I do. I, I don't know what y'all do. I, I do. You want to wring your neck. But we need that peace. Peace. Peace that passes all understanding. Amen. I'm glad that one day, that when I leave this world, as the pastor Trapman said, through the clouds or through the clouds, I got another home waiting for me. And I'm going over there. Amen. There's no doubt. I know it. I got something living inside of me that's been rooted and grounded in me. There's no way nobody can take it from me. And I'm going to have a new body. Brother Jerry, I'm going to be able to jump. Woo! Holler. Carry on. Huh? I won't hurt. I have a new body. So we're facing these doors of uh, self-will, our self-determination, our, our unbelief, our rejection, our rebellion, our faith, our door rest. If we, we face these, we know what to do, right? Tell it to Jesus. Tell it to Jesus. Lean on him. Everlasting home. He's a friend. He's the one that broke down that mountain wall. Well, Jim, we, we got somebody to help us. Right? When it gets dark, I, I used to be able to walk in the darkness. Most probably in the moonlight. But I don't like to do it now. I'll, I'll hurt myself. But Jesus is our light. Amen. Amen. Jane, how true. You come on.
appreciate the message tonight, and Amen. I hope that you do as well, and uh, I was looking for a piece of paper to write something down, uh, but uh, he gave me a lot to think about, and he's talked to me about a little bit of, um, but I try to, I try my best when other preachers talk to me, just, you know, kind of let it sink in and be a sounding board, but uh, tonight I was wanting to write some stuff down, and I didn't get to, so I'm going to have to listen to it all over again. Once we get it online, but I tell you, I, I, I'm thankful that God sends a message when we need it. And uh, there's some, some folks that may be right there at the door. Who was it? Um, can y'all help me? Somebody was up here preaching or something other than just talking about going through that door. Y'all remember that? They kept holding on like, is that David there? David's cool. Somebody might just be at the door tonight and you got your hand on the knob maybe God's telling you to leave the knob alone and not open it maybe God's telling you just have faith and just turn it and walk on through but uh, we need to listen we need to listen to the Lord so I appreciate the message tonight I ask you to take it with you remember them I think they'll be leaving sometime this weekend so you pray for them uh, we pray for Lori and I. We'll be leaving out in the morning, going to Mississippi, and uh, she's never been over there, and I've never drove over there, and so uh, we might be back. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll have to see. I think both times we've traveled over there, it's been dark, um, at least part of the way. So we'll we'll have to see. I don't know what it looks like during the day, uh, especially when we go through Selma. I'm not sure what to expect over there, but. Uh, um, Let's let's dismiss. If you'll give me just a couple minutes, and then we'll we can get. Matter of fact, if you're waiting on me, you can go ahead and get some stuff loaded uh, in the trailer. But if you give me just a minute, shut things down. We'll be out there. Um, but let's uh, let's pray. Yes, ma'am. Who is that? Uh, my cousin Rusty. Yes. Uh, Rusty and Roy. Are both those your cousins? Yeah. Uncle. cousin named Rusty uh, Troutman that is right now in, again, dire straits with COVID. Mm -hmm. And uh, so if you would remember him and uh, pray for the family. And then also, again, this is the other side of the family, but Roy Sharp, uh, kind of the same situation mm -hmm. here. Um, so let's just pray. And let's do remember all of our folks here, uh, Brother Deke, Sister Irene, Brother David. Um, uh, what was the uh, she had a, they did a radiation treatment Monday and today and her son was telling me this afternoon that probably if they want to do one more treatment Friday and they're, she may have went home this afternoon and he was telling me he'll probably go stay with her she don't need to be her, her 
husband had a lot of problems as well. So I remember him too. He's been having a lot of problems. He's a, I ain't seen him in years. He's just a big fella. And uh, he's in and out of the hospital. He's not able to take care of us no more. So my cousin's going to have to figure out some way to go get a plane around. saying his wrong name and then it messes me up what his real name is. Uh, but uh, let's remember him and uh, pray for one another. Again, there's some folks that are not here tonight. Let's just lift them up. Let's go ahead and pray and then we'll uh, we'll consider ourselves dismissed. Dear God in heaven, we sure do love you. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for the message tonight. And God, I pray that you bless my dad, uh, Lord, for the message. I pray that you give him rewards. Uh, Lord, for sharing your word. Uh, we do pray that you'd help him, his body. Lord, we ask you to help Maria tonight. God, you know, the treatments that she's going through, her health problems. God, the family um, uh, diversity there that where they need to figure out how to take care of her. I pray that you'd make that happen. Lord, we ask you that you'd help Roy Sharp. I pray that you would just have mercy on his, his heart right now, Lord, his body. Uh, we pray that you would give strength. Lord, we ask for healing. Then, Lord, we pray that you'd help Rusty Troutman. God, you know, again, Lord, in just dire straits. Lord, God, it's all too familiar, Lord, for, for us, Lord, here at the church, for the family. Uh, God, we've watched uh, personally. And, God, it's hard to, to know that someone else is going through that. So, Lord, I pray that you would bless the family. I ask you that you would bless him. Give him a healing, Lord. God, we've seen it done. Lord, we've seen people come out of this. And God, we ask you, Lord, if it be your will, Lord, just once again, prove true, uh, Lord, and bring healing. Lord, we ask you that you'd help uh, Brother uh, uh, Buster. I pray that you would give him, uh, Lord, what he needs. Lord, healing from the surgery. I pray that you'd encourage him. God, I ask you that you'd help uh, Brother Deke, Sister Irene. Lord, especially Brother Deke with his health, would encourage him today. Mamma Jane, Sister Jean, uh, Brother John. God, we just pray that you would help all of these requests. Lord, I'm sure that I've forgotten one or multiple ones. Lord, we pray that you would just have your will. God, we pray you help Brother David's test results, Lord, to come back, uh, Lord, with good news. I pray that you'd help him. God bless the family. And then, Lord, we also ask you to help Sister Mildred. She awaits her test as well. God, we love you. We thank you, God. We pray that you bless our, our travels tomorrow. Bless this boy's home. Bless all of our missionaries. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.